You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Humans are attacking self-driving cars in Arizona. Chandler, Arizona, the introduction of Google's Waymo, that's W-A-Y-M-O, self-driving cars in the test city of Chandler, Arizona, has sparked a new kind of road rage, humans versus the robots. In the past two years, they have, there have been at least 21 instances documented by the local police involving people harassing or attacking the Waymo vehicles since the cars began sharing the road with regular drivers in this Phoenix suburb of a quarter of a million people. Those instances include a man waving a gun at a Waymo vehicle as it passed his driveway, tires slashed while idling in traffic, thrown rocks, and a Jeep that ran a Waymo car off the road six times. <laughs> These people don't like their... They don't like the robots. They see the future, and they know that the future is dangerous. They see the AI as a threat, which is exactly how I see it. Um, I totally support <laughs> throwing rocks at the Waymo cars. <laughs> the vehicles are e- easily noticeable. I didn't know that. Uh, they got a clunky hub of light detection, and ranging technology on top. They are a constant sight in the neighborhoods and on the city's surface streets in the Phoenix suburb of Chandler. Go a mile in Chandler and it's nearly impossible not to spot a Waymo vehicle. Waymo's fleet logs more than 25,000 miles a day on the public roads. So what are they doing? Just driving around for no reason? As a test? Just driving around? and it'd be a no- Maybe these people are... An- All right, so there could be a couple of things going on. Uh, Like me, they could be um, afraid of the AI and robots taking over. And so they're throwing rocks because of that. Or they're just pissed because the roads are now congested for no reason. Because this company decided, this company, Google, decided to just fill this particular town with their cars as a test run and so the cars aren't even driving anywhere in particular they're just going in circles in this neighborhood that at once maybe at one time it was you know it didn't really have a traffic incident and now it's totally congested all the time maybe that's what's going on and that's pissing off the residents and that would piss me off too i don't know how many cars they sent but let's say they send five thousand cars to your town as a test drive that's that's annoying over the past few here's a quote. Over the past few years we've found Arizonans Arizonans? It's not Arizonians. No, the article says Arizonans. To be very welcoming and, and excited by the potential of this technology to make our roads safer. Waymo told the news in a statement. We believe a key element of local engagement has been our ongoing work with the communities in which we drive, including Arizona law enforcement and first responders. Yeah, it sounds to me like the community doesn't want you around. For some, the cars are no longer a novelty and have been accepted as any other vehicle on the road. Sarah Miranda says, I drive by them. They don't bother me. Oh, okay. But other local residents say the cars make them uncomfortable. Kevin Ridley, a retired technical writer, told the news that he prefers not to drive next to Waymo cars and does his best to avoid being stuck next to or behind one in traffic. They scare me, he said. I don't think any amount of technology can replace the human decision-making process. How many people will be hurt or killed as we learn the limitations or missed parameters of the programming for self-driving cars as they are released to the public? Damn, this guy sounds educated. Waymo says in a statement that, quote, keeping our drivers, our riders, and the public safe is our top priority. 
Yeah, but what about you backing up traffic uh, during rush hour with your unnecessary 2,000 cars that you've just plunked into this small neighborhood? What about that? Drivers are advised to call the police if they ever feel unsafe by a Waymo. <laughs> Each vehicle is also equipped with a hands-free button that connects the human test drivers to Waymo Dispatch, who can help them handle the situation with police or alert the entire Waymo fleet for safety or security concerns. The company says instances of police involvement in Arizona and California have actually been very rare. Arizona, for some reason, is a popular testing ground for self-driving vehicles. Oh, boy. Well, for you guys living in Arizona, I don't know. Any, any of you live there? Call me up. I want to know what you what you think about these these cars. Have you had any interaction with them? And uh, I guess what is your just take in general about these self-driving cars? Do you think this is uh, this is safe? This is I, We're going there no matter what. Uh, and believe me, I don't mind being able to be in a vehicle and then play video games or read a book or something, but... Uh, it's not going to keep me from not being afraid of the robots taking over. I'm still going to think that every time I look at one or, or interact with one. I'm, I'm nervous about it. You guys know how I stand on that. Um. A Swedish film festival invites you to a movie screening inside a locked coffin. Oh, I'm, I am way too claustrophobic. I'm not even really claustrophobic. Just being in in a coffin though freaks me out. I have a fear of being buried alive. It's it's not a reasonable fear. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I have a fear of that. This is Swedenberg's Gotteborg Film Festival. Did I say it right? G-O-T-E-B-O-R-G Film Festival. Since its in inception in 1979, it has grown into Scandinavia's largest film event. Interesting. The organizers, however, apparently feel that there aren't nearly enough lunatics attending the festival as they've decided to hold an extremely intimate film screening inside a coffin. But only one person can view it, though, right? That's just weird. Two people, maybe? Or do they roll out, like, 500 coffins for people to climb into and they play the movie at the same time? Uh, touting it in a press release as, quote, the world's most claustrophobic cinema, the festival will lock viewers inside a custom-made sarcophagus for a screening of Pella Kagerman and Hugo Lilja's new film, Aniara. I've never heard of it. They lock you in? I, I, have, a, I have a reservations about that part of the process, personally. Like, you don't need to lock me in. Just keep the door closed. That's fine. Even, I mean, assuming I get in, I'm probably not going to get in. Although this is kind of a weird thing to do. Maybe I would try it. But they don't need to lock you in. That's just freaky right there. And is that a horror movie? I want to know. It doesn't say. Um, I'm not familiar with these filmmakers. Sure, then it says, sure, the air will thin out and you'll probably begin panicking once the walls start closing in. But hey, at least you won't be able to see the guy texting in the next coffin over. <laughs> that's true. That's true. When people whip out their phones in the movie, that's pretty annoying. The experience seems like it'll pair well with Aniara. Oh, here we go. An existential sci-fi flick based on Harry Martinson's influential 1956 poem of the same name. It it's a whole movie based on a poem? That's wild. It concerns themes of isolation. Oh, well, then it's proper, I guess, to watch in a coffin. Themes of isolation and obsessive thoughts as they pertain to a crew of climate refugees on a spaceship going nowhere. Still, did no one consider seriously 
subbing in Ryan Reynolds' movie Buried. Yeah, I mean, Buried would probably be better, right? Although, I don't know, this this movie sounds good. I actually, I'm kind of curious about this movie. I'd like to see this. Um, if you guys are interested, in, uh, you could just Google the uh, Gothenburg Film Festival for more information. Uh, and if you happen to be living in Sweden, hit it up. And I want, uh, please, go... Go watch a movie in a coffin and uh, <laughs> tell me how it is. I want to know. Uh, I want to know if you freak the hell out. I mean, I would for sure. A hunter on a dating app bragged about poaching a deer, not realizing that her potential suitor was actually a game warden. <laughs> Idiot. An Oklahoma woman was slapped with a hefty fine after showing off an illegal deer kill on a dating app to a potential suitor who happened to be a state game warden. The woman, whose name was withheld, unwittingly told Mr. Cannon Harris, a 24-year-old McIntosh County warden, on the dating app Bumble that she had just killed a big old buck. The Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation game wardens wrote on their Facebook over the weekend. Uh, there's actually a picture of, they, they put a picture of the dating, of her dating profile photo, and she's kneeling with a deer in the photo, and then their conversation goes like this. He says, how, she says, how are you? He says, no complaints, how about you? She says, oh, I'm great, just shot a big old buck, pretty happy about it. He said, hell yeah, get him with a bow? And then she wrote, well, we don't need to talk about that. Uh... Well, apparently, a bow would have been a legal method of killing the deer. Apparently, that's why he asked her that. (laughs) The season in which licensed residents could hunt with rifles had already ended, making this act illegal. Uh, And also, just, you know, stupid. Who, who, is this this your approach to getting a date? You, You... Maybe in Oklahoma this is attractive in a woman, but I don't find this in general attractive in a woman at all. A woman hunter? Yeah, hey, how are you? If I'm on a dating app, I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up, girl? How you doing? Oh, having a great day. (laughs) I just shot a goose. Check out the photo. Do you want to come over later for goose kebabs? (laughs) Like, you're a psycho. Crazy person. I mean, I don't know. Ordinarily, I just don't date women with guns, but maybe, maybe I should open up my world and be more... You know, be more tolerant of <laughs> women with guns. Uh, seriously, though, this is just the worst dating approach I've ever seen on Bumble. I mean, and I, I've had some stupid interactions on Bumble myself. This is really dumb, though. I would be like, she expects someone to meet up with her. Here's the dead. Here, how you doing? Doing good. Here's a picture of a dead deer I'm hanging out with. You want to come over? Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. So anyways, the the warden, uh, Mr. Harrison, decided to investigate further. He asked the woman if she had been spotlighting, which is an illegal act in Oklahoma in which a bright light is aimed into the animal's eyes, freezing them. And I guess then you shoot them. That's what they do, spotlighting? Isn't it bad enough when you you have a high-powered rifle? The the animal's already at a disadvantage. Now you're going to bring in bright lights as well? I mean... So he was, apparently he was able to get her to admit to spotlighting and tell him where she shot the deer and send him a photo of her posing with her kill. He then used social media to narrow down his search for the woman's identity. 
And the game wardens arrived at her home the following day. Bitch got arrested! The woman and her companion pleaded pleaded out immediately to charges of improper possession of an illegally taken animal and taking game out of season, and they paid $2,400 in fines. Boo. She avoided further charges of wanton waste of meat and spotlighting. Wanton, wanton waste of meat is a, is, a, 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 is a charge? Well, just everybody should eat the meat. Don't waste, don't waste the meat. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not like pro hunting all the time. And I'm, I'm just really not, I don't actually, I don't even know how I feel about hunting. I have mixed feelings about it, but I definitely feel like it's stupid to waste the meat if you've already killed the damn thing like they did. Uh, Harrison told the media that you, you just, you can't just ignore a broken law that falls right in your lap, but it was kind of a bummer. <clears throat> she said it was her first deer ever too. And I was hoping to really get a date. <laughs> so he was he was open to dating hunters. I guess in Oklahoma, people are open to dating uh, hunters of all backgrounds, genders, etc. I mean, me personally, I don't know how I feel about dating a, 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 a lady hunter. I don't know. I don't know. It's something I'd have to consider. I got to meet her first. I don't know what her personality is like. You know, this woman, no, definitely not, because she's... Uh, She's breaking laws and shit. I mean, I'm. It's one thing to date a hunter. I'm not going to date a, a criminal too. It's it's one or the other. I'll either date a criminal or I'll date a hunter. I think. I don't know. I'm still I'm still mulling it over. <laughs> Hi, weirdos. It's Jonesy. I want to thank you guys for reaching out to me. Got some emails here. Lori Ritz wrote to me. She says I listen to your podcast each morning, getting ready for work, and I know how you love your Florida Fridays. Um, I came across this article today. I live here now in Florida, but I am proud to say that I'm not a Floridian. My kids are, but I raised them better than that. Every time I hear or see something stupid that happened, I always go, yeah, probably happened in Florida. Keep up the awesome entertainment, Jonesy. Oh, thank you so much, Laura. That's very, very sweet of you. Also, Lily Mae Lee wrote, um, you asked on your podcast, Jonesy, for the area that people listen from, and you arrive each morning with your views on my Google Home Hub. Uh, Bunbury, Western Australia. Ooh, Western Australia. So she listens there. That's pretty cool. That's pretty far away from me. Uh, I love that. I love to hear that people are listening far, far away from here. Uh, (laughs) Fish Fellas wrote me, Fish Dude, Hey, Jonesy, I'm from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I've never heard of that. That's pretty funny. Pennsylvania, I wanted to know if you knew about Philly Jesus. If you don't, he's pretty much a guy who dresses up as Jesus and walks around Philly. Have a fishtastic day. Fish dude. Thanks, fish dude. That's pretty funny. Uh, we actually had a... Um, I've never heard of the uh, Philly dude. I'm sorry, the Philly Jesus. We had a uh, Hollywood Jesus who passed away this past year, um, who was pretty known in the community. And uh, it was like a, he was a, he frequented the comedy store and they had a, a service for him and stuff. But I guess uh, I'm imagining that in every major city, there's probably a Jesus dude walking around, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Anybody else got a Jesus person in their city they want to let me know about? <laughs> that's, I think that's pretty funny. Uh, hey, so listen, uh, what else? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm stuttering and stammering here like an idiot. Uh, 
If you want to reach out to the show, you know the number, 646-450-2012. Email me anytime, little tidbits like this, articles, whatever. I love it. I love to hear from my peeps. It's uh, funnyjones at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, DM me at funnyjones on Twitter and Instagram as well, at funnyjones. Or uh, on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Check out the Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weirdafnews. And you can uh, check out different ways, varying ways that you can uh, support Weird AF News. I hope you enjoyed the stories today. And stay weird, baby. Yeah, stay weird.